text line is now open. Our Gil Mortgage text line presented by Gil Mortgage. So grateful to have Gil Mortgage a part of our show. Don't forget, Gil Mortgage will help you find the loan that will fit your life. Call them at 435-294-2480. The Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Go ahead and text in, 435-339-0321. Text in. In this hour, we'll do all NBA stuff. So let's keep it. This hour will be NBA stuff. If you got jazz questions and such, Get them in next hour if you can. And then we'll talk jazz basketball all next hour. we got to kind of separate the two today. Right now it's because we got a, a full show here. Uh, USU football schedule, we'll start with that right here, right now. Um, Utah State has six games that are selected for the national broadcast on CBS and CBS Sports Network. That's right. CBS, the mothership, and CBS Sports Network. Six games total. Here is how it's going to look. Uh, Utah State will have their game on September 25th versus Boise State inside the Mav, 10 a.m. on CBS. 10, 10 a.m.? That's what I said. 10 a.m.? That's great. I love it. Okay. Please, I love please, morning games. Cody rolled his eyes. Are you serious? I, I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm just 10 a.m. Like, tell, all right, please like. tell me you're with me. One thirty games are way better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Considering the demographic Why? of Utah State, I don't think the older fans will wake up. They'll be, be there. there. I doubt it. That was so respectful. Are you serious? <laughs> on September 21st, uh, 5th I'm versus busy. Boise State, they're not going to come to a game that's on like the mothership, national television, and Ajay, watch Utah State? Ajay, a team that went 10-0 and 0 couldn't get fans to show up at whatever time. It didn't matter what the time was. We've had primetime ESPN, and we still couldn't get fans there against BYU. Primetime? Yeah. Primetime, 7 o'clock. Prime, prime, prime time. Okay, no, dude. Thanks, Leon Sandcastle. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, this is, I love morning games. Why? I just, because, I mean, man, you wake up and the first thing in the morning, you're at the stadium watching the Utah State Aggies for football? This is great. This is awesome. No. Are I'm you a, serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm as a Cody. Big Ten fan. Yeah. Oh, wait, I guess a lot of your games are at noon, not 10, huh? 10 our time. Noon, your time, is that right? In yeah. the, noon and 3.30. See, a noon game would be cool, too. I'd be okay with, with 12 o'clock, too. I could live with noon. I, yeah. I think noon. for me, because I'm you know, I'm part of the of what's going on up there. So my I, when we have an 8 o'clock game, I get home at 1.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so that's what <laughs> it is. No, what Ajay just said is, this game's going to stink, and I'm glad I'm going to have the rest of my no, day. No, I'm, I'm very hopeful. I didn't say I'm that. very hopeful. This game's going to be great. <laughs> I think Utah State has a chance to beat them. And, I, and do you know what? A 10 a.m. game, so that means you get 10 a.m., you go get a brunch in the morning, 10 a.m. football, where I'm done by 2, 30, 3 o'clock. That means I get to see all the good SEC games, Big Ten games, ACC games, primetime game at 6 o'clock on national television Saturday night. This is great. So so what I heard Ajay just say is I'm excited as a fan that I'm going to watch every other game on TV besides the Utah Yeah, State I get to catch all the other games, man. <laughs> You miss all those games because you're Look, doing your game. I'm with you. I'm with you. I like watching as many games as possible, but I thought we were talking like, okay, I, I don't you know like what? games that are lit. Fine. Ridiculous you did it. Here's what we're going to do. Oh, our, our, our fan question of the hour. I'm listening. Do oh, no. you like morning or afternoon or evening games? Which one would you rather prefer? 435 435-339-0321. 435-339-0321. So should we give it like a time slot? So your morning game would be yeah, 10 a.m. Probably out of, okay. Okay. Uh, afternoon game, what do you say? Oh. 1.30. That's fair. 1.30? Well, if you think about it, usually games are in, in 
about three hours usually because mm-hmm. it's usually noon and three thirty in the in the Midwest. Yeah. So 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 we'll slot the afternoon game for a one thirty. One thirty. Yeah. Wow, not twelve. Huh? Okay, this is gonna be easy then. Or uh, uh, an evening game at seven o'clock. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, I'm taking the morning game all day. I'm taking Wait, the evening. Who game. Who are we playing in the you night? You would game? rather go Boise to State? an evening yeah, game? Night yes. Game. Oh no night way! Game. Yes way! That's oh, dude. I'm, I'm you're young. I'm spry. I love that. There's you're no doubt. You're there at ten thirty. Football under the lights at night. I'm with. There's Cody. nothing better than football under the lights. In Utah though, yes, in Utah. If it's football underneath the lights, like in California. Great! It's warm. It's sunny. I mean, it's beautiful. In Utah, it's it's cold. It could be rainy. You could be freezing at seven o'clock at night. I mean, I'm from Indiana. That it, we're on the same latitude line as as Logan, so it's not <laughs> like it's that much different. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. What you. time slot would you like to have your game in? Ten a.m. 1.30 or 7 o'clock. So, just real quick, to yeah. put this note aside, 2409 said you had a, uh, yesterday you had a tease on something about uh, local high school baseball coaches. I missed that. If you could repeat it quickly, just FYI, for yeah. whatever you want to squeeze that in. Um, 9315 said, Ajay's right. Aggie game is good game, but it's even better when it's earlier in the day. I prefer a win, though, no matter what time the game is. Mm. That's not the stipulation here. Yeah, that's not the, that is true. That is not the stipulation. That's yeah, absolutely but right. But they did agree with you the morning. Uh, so the baseball news, um, Steve Hansen, Mountain Crest baseball coach, longtime coach. He stepped down for a little bit while, uh, I think after his boy played, cause he wanted to watch his boy go play in college, Trace Hansen. He, uh, so he coached for 20 something years, then stepped down, came back and, and coached again after Alex Hansen left, uh, and brought, and that program was at bottom. Brought him back up. They appeared in the state championship this year. Lost to Snow Canyon in the best of three series. And then after the, and just yesterday, he announced that he is officially and for good stepping down. In his replacement is his son, Trace Hansen. A uh, long time, uh, great, former great shortstop for the Mountain Crest Mustangs. Uh, is in the top five in several hitting categories, including batting average for a season, batting average for a career, ribbies for a season, ribbies for a career. Top five. That's impressive. Uh, he'll be taking over. Steve Hansen will be joining us live next Tuesday. Uh, AJ and I will be joining us live here in studio to talk about his career and to uh, talk Mountain Crest baseball and some of the memories he has. Um, also working on Ryan Zimmerman, former Mountain Crest pitcher. He'll be with us live in studio. Uh, speaking of which, Olivia Taylor, the great girl who made the uh, catch for Bear River in the yep. state championship. If you haven't seen it, you're living under a rock. Yeah, it, I mean, it's been everywhere. But Vince Schooley tweeted it out. Barstool Sports, ESPN, number two play on Sports Center. She'll be live tomorrow with us in studio to talk about that catch, the Bear River Bears, and their state championship season. So that'll be pretty awesome to have her around. We'll, we're excited about that. Olivia Taylor joining us. So, yeah, a lot of great guests coming up here in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I have heard rumor about a couple other coaches. Um, nothing official announced from them, so I'll keep quiet until that is. <laughs> I'm going to be careful. I don't want to get myself in trouble. But I've heard rumor on another couple uh, Region 11 coaches who might be uh, on their way out in baseball. I- yeah, you know, the funny thing is you said you heard rumors, so there could be coaches right now who have no idea, and Ajay just got them fired. Stop it. No, that's Ajay not Ajay put the- it out there, and now we got to no, go through with it now. That is not the case. Not the case. Uh, I have – okay, I will say this. Logan will be looking for a new baseball coach. Their coach just left and is going to Ridgeline. That? Cody, is he allowed to say that? I don't know. Just, I, just, I just work here. I just work here. 
<laughs> Wash my hands. I'm calling the Logan AD right now. <laughs> That's it. Wash my hands. Uh, uh, so, yeah, anyway, Steve Hansen is stepping down. Trace Hansen will take over for him. Logan's looking for a new baseball coach as well. So that's kind of where we're at right now with Region 11. Back to the question of the day. Which would you rather see a football game, morning game, an afternoon game, or a night game? 9463 uh, says nothing beats a night game under the lights with a whiteout stadium. There's a reason Penn State has the most hype stadium. They do that for every game. Okay, there's two reasons why Penn State has a hype stadium. One, they're a traditional powerhouse team. Yes. Two, the opponents they play. Three, it's like, I, I don't know. Three, it's... Like that stadium is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be one of the better ones. They also fit like a hundred and eleven thousand yeah, like, people there. We 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 fit nineteen thousand, and when we Woo! went like eleven and Thingsies. two, Woot, when woo. we went eleven and two in two thousand eighteen, we got like thirteen thousand late in the season because people they weren't entertained enough at halftime. They were bored during timeouts. That that's not a joke. That was actually real responses uh, from Aggie just, fans. Now, uh, Pitt State at a night game in. Uh, um, Happy Valley is definitely one of the big ones. I would say a night game either in Tuscaloosa or Baton Rouge would definitely be up Okay, so there. I've been to Tuscaloosa for a night game for their season home opener Yeah, when I was the manager at Utah State. Uh, that place is unreal. I bet. They played the uh, Limp Biscuit Roll and Rollin' version, and, oh, dude, that place is awesome. Oh, the Undertaker version. No, the uh, – no, no, not not the Undertaker version, sorry. The, like, the, like the Limp Biscuit version. Like, they're real – yeah, another one when he was the when he was the, the American. Yeah, Batty. Oh. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to say. That one. Yeah, yeah. Batty. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but was that edited though, or not edited? Was that like remix version? It might have been. I think that was uh, a remix version. Too much into wrestling. We could do that later. You can text about wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So hey, let me ask you guys really quickly. Uh, give me a stadium, like at a week for either a morning, afternoon, or night game. For college football that you would love to go to. Oh, you know what? Underrated because they're not as good anymore. But how about Blacksburg at night? Vatek? Yeah. Yes. How about a Blacksburg night? They, they're, they're a Enter Sandman intro mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Cody? I I mean, I really feel like I need to have experience the ambiance of Alabama during the day. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Uh, for me, I, I've been to Clemson. Clemson was amazing. Alabama was awesome. I would still like to to feel the pageantry and just the uh, the chaos of Oregon State Autzen Stadium. Oh, not yeah, Oregon State, sorry, Oregon, Oregon Uni- University of Oregon. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. university. I have, I haven't seen a I haven't seen a game there, but I've been to the university. I'd love to go to that place at Autzen Stadium, watch the Ducks I play. Can, I can tell you yeah. this: I hate saying this with a passion. I hate it, but one okay. of the most beautiful beautiful campuses I've ever been to, and I've seen a football game there too, is Notre Dame's. I hate saying it, but it's a beautiful campus. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I've heard. And fans are crazy there, too. <laughs> so, anyways, let's get back to subject. Uh, Utah State will play a CBS morning game on the Mothership Station September 25th at 10 a.m. Uh, the two other games that are, other on, that are on the Mothership belong to, guess who? Boise State. They got uh, they, they got San Diego State as one of them. That'd be a good game. And <laughs> I want to say Air Force. No, I don't think it's Air Force. Nah, that's not gonna be a good game. No, that no, not at all. I'll have to look it up again. But I believe Boise State and somebody. Yeah, Boise State will be on CBS. What's the other game, you guys? That's on CBS. It's uh, oh, it's Air, Air Force, Force and, and Army. Army. 
So Whoa. yeah, Boise. Sorry, so it'll be so it'll be Boise Blow State, San Diego State in one, Boise State and Utah State, and Army and Air Force. Yep. Army Air Force is always a fun one though. I'm I feel okay like it's with less that. Less hype than Army and Navy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Less. Much less hype. You don't think so? No, I agree. Oh, okay. I'm very much in Oh, here's a couple more texts. So the question, if you missed it, so Ajay wants to know, uh, when would you rather see a game, spe- specifically Nagy's game, a morning game, an afternoon game, or a night game? So, and the slots are 10 a.m., 1.30, or 7. Yeah. So, uh, 6391 said, I think it depends on what month the game is, afternoon, November, evening, and September. Ooh. Uh, 9315 says, Ajay speaks it, then it happens. On tomorrow's show, AJ Knight and Cody do, <laughs> do, do to Ajay saying things he shouldn't. I need more context on that one. <laughs> I'm trying to read it. Was that Leon? It's Leon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 9463 said Cash Valley baseballs on the rise. Mountain Crest and Ridgeline are stacked, and they're having postseason success. Ryan Eborn at Green Canyon has been great. Come on, Logan, catch up. I roll. Yeah, Green Canyon's got something going. I know that kind of a disappointing finish for them uh, this year. Reese Hansen was was the horse for Green Canyon. Um, they get they go and they beat Dixie in game one, lost the next two games, I think nine to two and eight to three were the final scores, and so they were eliminated. But I, I, Ryan's got something cooking over there, and he's had it going since he started taking over. He's he's a phenomenal coach, incredibly bright, uh, works well with the kids. I think the kids respect him and like him as well. Um, Green Canyon's really really good. Skyview's got a program that's building as well. I think they're going to get back to being Skyview baseball where they're contending. Um, for a region championship and, and making some noise in the state tournament as well. So uh, I know they got a bad draw with Pineview this year, which which happens from time to time. But, um, yeah, I, I would agree. I think Logan is the one team that is really just kind of far down on the pole right now. It's, there's just a major gap between five region 11 teams and Logan, if, if we're going to be honest. And I think the, the record and the, uh, the play – from from Logan would would say that. And uh, two three uh, two three zero five says I would like to know what ideas your listeners have for making going to a game at Romney Stadium more exciting. Perhaps live music, perhaps drum rolls, perhaps just some other type of entertainment in between play quarters and half. You know, I, okay. So here, this argument had really kind of kicked up in two thousand eighteen because for they they were playing San Jose State. Um, they were a, I think they were ten and one on the season or like ten and. Yeah, yeah, ten and one on this. This was the week before Boise State, and yeah. so they're going to play Boise State for the Mountain West Conference Championship next, the following week, and uh, and maybe. And from what I had been told at that time, there was a chance that they were going to, if they were to run run through the gate of the Mountain West Conference schedule, they were going to be in the Peach Bowl, maybe in the Peach Bowl at the Mercedes Benz Dome in in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. I mean, they had there were some great options for them. Well, they go play San Jose State here at Maverick Stadium for a two o'clock game. It is partly cloudy, sunny skies, and about 57, 58 degree weather. Perfect football weather. The total attendance for that game was 12,863 out of a 19,000 seat stadium. It was embarrassing. It was a shame on the Aggie fans. The, the Utah State Athletics Department did everything they could to promote that game. They did everything they could in their own power to promote that game, to make sure that fans would want to be there. And the fans didn't show up to go watch one of the hottest offenses, not in the Mount West Conference, yeah. in the nation. And a defense that had uh, six straight turnovers, or a turnover in six straight games. 
and a special teams that had an All-American kick returner in Savon Scarver. And 12,000 fans show up. Man. So, the, and then I think Eric was the one that put it out on Twitter. What is it going to take for you fans to go watch a Nagy football game if this isn't it? And there was a bunch of things like, well, we'd like to see some more entertainment during the timeout or during in between. Well, like, do you want a freaking white unicorn to go run across the field? Yes, make that. Do you happen. want a baby crawl during the timeout to go 100 yards? Uh, do you want that? Uh, what's that one lady? Punt wraps her- kick with the babies. What's that? <laughs> Well, what's that one lady who does that uh, in the USU basketball game? She, like, climbs herself up on, a like, a cloth or whatever. Aerial silks? Do you want her to do that, like, on the field goal oh. post? I mean, what do, you, do you want the jump rope team during a, during a break? Like, I don't know what you guys want. Uh, a team that is one loss on the season to Michigan State by three, you know, by six or seven. That was a good game. That was a great game. What is it going to take for you fans to want to be a part of the game. I just, that, that made no sense to me. I was so frustrated by that. You know what gets me? So you're, you're going to have to fill in for me a, a few of these blanks here, AJ, because I just don't feel like we have these same issues where I'm from, because I'm from Indiana and so I'm Big Ten country. I went, went and graduated from Purdue. I, I just, like, th- that claim blows me away because I don't think that Big Ten, Purdue football, Purdue sports does anything special that I haven't seen really in other stadiums. You have, you know, you honor, there's usually a team or a coach that's honored at halftime. They have kind of the cheerleaders do some stuff or whatever. So it's not anything super special. So like, fill in for me here. What I don't understand what the difference is from Cause do you other, see, other places. I mean, do, 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 do fans who go watch uh, an Alabama game, I mean, they go watch it and they're playing like Eastern Carolina. Guess what? They still sell. BYU football games still sell out. Yeah. They might be playing look, you might make fun of them playing Liberty, UMass, uh, you know, uh the construction team in on I fifteen. Yeah. Okay. That was a good but, game. Too. But that was a great game. <laughs> All right. Construction's of- undefeated in Utah. <laughs> I get frustrated uh, with it too, I You find <laughs> anyways, like they still sell out games. So they may not be playing anybody, but people still go watch them play. <laughs> That's incredible. What are we laughing at? What we got? Uh, well, I'm reading the text here, and they're pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So hold on here. Uh, so uh, Leon says face paint and tailgates are the best. Said could get away with last minute dollar tickets to the stadium, maybe as you know last minute deals. And then also the thing that we need as fans to get us to sell out the stadium, we want AJ streaking the field. It would be a sellout. Okay, we'll have to do that in an evening game, and someone's gonna have to hit the lights. <laughs> Otherwise, yes, I'm in. One one eight one says people in Cash Valley are cheap. I would agree. Yeah. Is that too harsh to say? Like, I mean, I would agree. Like, if you can't go watch this football team, I mean, Blake Anderson's got another good team coming. Look, they just got their, I, I can't, I think like their 6P5 player in a transfer. This yeah. one's from Michigan. Yeah. From Michigan. The, it's a good program. And they got him coming over here to Utah State. Like, we need, you guys, the, the people who complain about the Aggie football team, I just sometimes want to say, hey, do you go to the games where you just sit at home in your comfy recliner? I mean, like, if you go to the game and you're an avid supporter, then great. Yeah. And I and I guess I shouldn't say it like that. But I would like to see a little bit more support for the football team. And I get it. Like, the last two years have been rough. I absolutely get it. Especially last year. It was a mess. How about this 2787? Okay. 2787 says it's simple. They want to make games at Maverick Stadium more exciting. They do not need to add entertainment or music or do anything like that. They just need to do one thing, and that is win. 
They win consistently. People will come. For those people that want entertainment at time outside of halftime that are they're not true football fans, they could stay home and watch YouTube videos. Okay, so I agree with the, everything except the win part because Utah State in 18 won and won a lot, and they still couldn't get people there. That's what I was thinking. And they were putting too. up a ton of points. I mean, they were averaging 48 points with that's, a future NFL quarterback. That's the other part we should probably mention as well. Because, like, so if you're talking about exciting, like I get, like, baseball, right? We talk about baseball a lot. Eric and I had a great episode. We were on here where people were unhappy with baseball. And I don't know what the solution is because, to me, baseball is just naturally a slow-paced yeah. game. You want excitement? That USU team put up points in bunches. Oh, yeah. In bunches. I mean, it was deep throws. It was kick returns. It was special teams work. It was a defense that was mean and nasty. Yeah, they did it in every which way. Uh, 5662. So the question, if you missed it, so we're talking about Utah State football, but the question AJ asked is, if you could see an Aggie game, would you prefer for it to be at 10, 1, 30, or 7? Uh, morning, afternoon, or night? Uh, 5662 says, I love afternoon games for later in the year, the colder weather ones, but I enjoy afternoon or night games. Excited for the 10 a.m. start this fall. Yeah. I am too. I, I, 5662 is just like, whatever. Get me there. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> I love it. Let's I love do it. it. That's we need, great, We need though. more 5662s. Yeah, that, that's great. I just want to be there. Like, and, and then, you know what? That's another great point you're going to hear this from Jesse Kurtz here in about 10 minutes is that Jesse says, look, the wanting of just to go to a football game, the desire to just go to a football game and see thousands of fans there is something that so many fans want to be a part of right now. So let me ask you this. How crucial is the beginning of the season then for Utah State? Huge. Because obviously That's we, a great we're dealing question. with these attendance issues, so people are going to want to go. Phenomenal question. Lose early. And, and and they got a brutal schedule to kind of start. I mean, they got a four-game stretch, if I'm not mistaken, where you've got BYU, Boise State, and Air Force back-to-back-to-back. That's rough. Ooh. And the last year wow. they did that, BYU, Air Force, and Boise State all just pummeled them. Yeah, it was not fun to watch. Now that's weeks three, four, or games three, four, and five. So you've got North Dakota, Washington State, and then you've got that really death row st- stretch. Oof. Yeah, you ain't kidding. But here's the good news is that BYU lost a ton. I mean a ton of caliber, including coaches. Uh, and then uh, Boise State's look, I mean, they got a new head coach. They've lost some talent as well. Air Force is – Air Force, like, the problem with Air Force is that Air Force just gives you a headache just trying to stop them. I mean, they're just a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. True. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I actually Cody? did some a little bit of research that I forgot to give you guys the paper afterward, but multiple – uh, sports coverage um, organizations, Vegas Insider, uh, more or less has the Utah State Aggies over under total wins for this upcoming fall at three. Yeah, give me the over. I don't play way over the give three. Give me the over. Way three? over three. I'll yeah. take over three. I think Blake Anderson alone is worth more than three. Yeah. They're they're yeah. Oh, look, six and six is there is I think worst case scenario. Really? Yeah, I, I think they're going to be, and they could be an 8-4 and four football team. I like what this team is doing. I like what the staff is putting together. Logan Bonner, at quarterback, who I think will be the quarterback. I don't know that. We haven't. We don't know who the starter is. But, uh, I, I, yeah, give me the over, please. I think I would take that, too. 9938 says people are cheap in the Valley. Wages stink. Uh, 2305 says live music that gets the fans going, not the typical slow band music. Hey, uh, as a marching band nerd, like I, I hear you, but also <laughs> the marching band gets their moment. So you know you're not going to completely get rid of that. that. How dare you? Uh, nine through Leon, I, I got Le- I got Leon with this. So he said one. I think uh, Blake will help with this community involvement. Yes, he will. Then he said also winning against P five teams in Boise. We want it so bad. I know one well, time. Okay, so do you not really kind of like 
Matt Wells is never going to be credited enough for what he was able to do. Like, compete with Boise State and beat BYU. He, I mean... That will solidify you in eternities at Utah State if you can do that. If you can beat BYU and Boise State in the same year, then we're on a whole other track record, unlike before. Yeah. Uh, uh, nine four six three is mad. LOL, guys. You can't whine about why you can't get fans in the stadium and then call us cheapies on air. Come on. Price isn't the issue. Tickets Whoa. are like 17 Whoa. bucks. For what it's worth, texters started that conversation. Calling the cheapers. Yeah, yeah. All right, we were just agreeing, sort of. Like you were agreeing. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't. Well, I don't that's know. because I'm cheap. You know, I'm like, hey, you know what? I got a hundred dollar uh, dinner budget. Let's go to Mickey D's. <laughs> you know, hundred things off the dollar menu, right? Yeah. That's what it Dude, is. Dude, that go wild. Just my buy chicken nuggets at twenty a pop. My guy. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> Well, then, okay, 9463, I'd turn the question back on you. If you don't think it's because fans are cheap, why aren't they showing up? Yeah, yeah tell us why aren't know. they coming. Because the, the question would be, it can't be winning because they were winning in 2018. Yeah. And if you don't think it's price, I mean, there's it definitely can't consistently be weather because there's plenty been plenty of games that have had nice weather, so then... Is it demographic? I, I, it, it can't be competition, right? There's not a It's not like yeah, it, like what? There's not a ton of other options in yeah. terms of sporting. Hey, uh, kids, do you want to go to the fun park or do you want to go watch the uh, you football team? Where are they playing? Boise State Fun Park. I already know how that one's gonna go. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of cheap, not funny. Two seven. <laughs> not funny. Two seven eight seven says you're right. They did win in 2018, but that was one year. And Jordan Love does not even play in the NFL. He was like the third. Back up in line. They need to win this year in. They need to win this year in and year out. Okay, well, Jordan. Just because Jordan Love was not the starter this year doesn't mean he won. Wasn't drafted in the first round. That did happen. And what is he got drafted in a bad situation? What is going on? Yeah, Cody's a Packers fan. Let him tell you. What do you mean? No, what's that? Like what the the text? Like what? I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I'm lost. Where? They, so they did win in 2018. But that was just one year. So he yeah. just wants consistency in winning. Yes. But, but I'd say okay, that but, Utah but State one did pretty game. well. Like, look, so wait, time out. If you if you have a chance to go watch Utah State, who's eleven and one, versus San Jose State at home and, and on senior day, so the last time you get to see him at a home game, and you're like, No, I don't want to go watch him because they haven't won they didn't win last year. Okay, so you, you don't want to go see him last, this you don't want to go see him today because they haven't won consistently in the last three years. But they weren't. They weren't even bad. That's the my my. Issue. Yeah, the year before that, they weren't bad. They still lost to New Mexico State, State in the uh, the food poison kicker bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Dominic Eberle got sick. Yep. People showed up to Utah State basketball games for everyone. Stu was there. Oh and yeah, like, I, well, I just well, remember like when Durian was like, there. They still showed up. Yeah, well, not, <laughs> not for long. Like. <laughs> no, they did. They still showed up. I was here at the beginning of those. That's no. That's a great. That's a great comp though because. If it, it, it consistency winning, I think is a is a is a true argument. It definitely helps. Who was that? Uh, two seven eight seven. It definitely happens, but but it can't in one year. Ajay's also right. If he wanted winning, then they're ten and one. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not going to say, well, they haven't won in the last three years, so I don't want to go to today's game. I yeah. Uh, Four zero eight six. Blake Anderson will do a great job in the years that he is here. I've been a season ticket holder for over forty years. Win, lose, or bad weather, I'm an Aggie fan through and through. Dude, Thank I you. love it. Thank you. I love it. One one eight one has a solution to uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, the oh, competition no. in the valley. Maybe get rid of the lame soccer leagues, specifically youth soccer teams. <laughs> 
stop having kids and you can pay for a ticket. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't even know where to go with that. Six, I'll, I'll just keep reading text messages. 6294 <laughs> says, I may be wrong, but it seems at the height of Gary Anderson 1.0, the stadium was filling up. To quote out Davis, just win, baby, win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you know what? He, they got a great point. It, you want us to be there, win, but at the same time, like maybe it was just an odd year. I don't know. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe it was just a weird year that I had no you idea about, and it was just one of those well, off it's, years. It's a classic sports question. It's the chicken or egg version of the sports question. What comes first, winning or program or fan involvement? Yeah. Because I, they're hand in hand. I, I think I can relate with Ajay's frustration like highly because forever we've, want Utah, we've wanted Utah State to take that next step. But in order for that to happen, you have to have a fan base to back up a winning team in order to to move forward. So when you don't get that support from the community, Utah State is doomed to forever be a stepping stone and mediocre for so many years until they have one good year. Yeah, It's also worth noting, too, recruiting's big. uh, Fandom involvement's big in recruiting because, I mean, if you're a high effort recruit and you come to a stadium that's packed, you're going to go to that one or you're going to go to the one that's half filled? Absolutely. That's, That's a good point. All right, we got to go to break. We got you, Jesse Kurtz, right here uh, from the lead anchor for Mountain West Conference Network. Does a great job and is an incredible human being. I had a chance to chat with him earlier this afternoon. We're going to talk about the Mountain West Conference football schedule and some of the games he's enjoyed watching. And you'll love his favorite basketball player that he has been able to see in the conference. All coming up on 1069 The Fan. Ryan Odom, the head basketball coach for your Utah State Aggies, invites you to learn the Aggie way at this year's youth basketball camps, June 14th through the 17th. Registration is now open at aggiesmensbasketballcamps.com. At Ryan Odom Day Camp, develop skills that'll help you take your game to the next level. For the kids, it'll be a great week of fun, basketball, and making new friends. Join Ryan Odom at this year's youth basketball camps, June 14th through the 17th. Go to aggiesmensbasketballcamps.com and go Aggies. The Preston Golf and Country Club is now taking registration for their summer junior golf program. These programs include an eight-week long group lesson for beginner and advanced players, plus also a summer youth league that includes nine holes of golf each week, a treat, prizes, a PGA Junior League team, and small group lessons as well. Cost for the eight-week program is $70 per child. Lessons start June 9th and are eight consecutive Wednesdays. Register by calling the Pro Shop at 208-852-2408. All groups will be taught by John Van Vliet, certified PGA professional. Custom furniture does not have to cost more. During Fisher Home Furnishings Memorial Day sale, $50 to $1,000 off the lowest mark sale prices includes Fisher's Custom Design Center. Pick your favorite name brand furniture from Bassett, Lexington, Flexsteel, and Bernhardt. Choose the piece you want with the custom fabric you prefer and get a sale price, $50 to $1,000 off the lowest mark price. Fisher's Custom Design Center can give you that perfect look you're searching for. The Memorial Day sale is underway now at Fisher Home Furnishings. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, welcome back to the Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, Grateful, full, full. Very honored to have our following guest here on the show. He's the lead anchor of the Mountain West Network. Uh, he's a former NFL silent reporter. By the way, he's a three-time Emmy Award winner. And he's up for the running for 13U Baseball Coach of the Year. This guy can do it all. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our honor and privilege to have on with us Jesse Kurtz. Jesse, how are you? I am fantastic, Ozzy. I appreciate you having me. And uh, 
Some of those are lies. We'll let your, uh, <laughs> your listeners decide on which one are uh, maybe uh, a little bit of a stretch of the truth. But I appreciate you having me on, man. No, absolutely. Hey, uh, I know we were supposed to have you on yesterday, and you know things kind of got quirky, but here we are today with the Mount West Conference football schedule coming out uh, and 32 games televised by either you know CBS Sports Network. Three of those are by CBS, and two of those games on CBS are Boise State. How big of a deal is it in the Mount West Conference to have two of these games on the mothership of the CBS uh, sports channels? Well, a couple of a couple of answers uh, within the answer. One, obviously, it's it's a great privilege to have any broadcast network think highly enough of your product that they feel like their viewers would want to, you know, share in the excitement. Um, but then to have you know CBS, a, a long time, uh, long standing broadcast entity, a superpower in the industry. Um, take notice and they want to put it on national TV, um, you know, only the best of the best go to that level. And when CBS, big CBS says, hey, we think we uh, see a lot of value in this, it's huge. And, and we're blessed to have both CBS and Fox as broadcast partners who have that elevated platform to push games uh, when they feel appropriate to the highest of high levels. Do you think Boise State gets another one of those big games on the uh, Fox uh, Sports Channel? Well, I mean, Boise State is, you know, there, there's a national interest in Boise State. Um, there always has been for, you know, last couple of decades. And um, they've been, um, you know, the, the standard in the league uh, with as many championships as they've uh, had and the success that they've had. Um, even beyond Mountain West play. So it wouldn't shock me that, that Boise State would have a few that elevates. But, you know, when they do, that's, that's great for the rest of the league, too. One is exposure, but two, the opponent, right? The opponent gets that uh, opportunity to play in that level of an audience. So it's a good, it's a win-win all the way around when you have really good teams that, that elevate the product. And, you know, everyone else's both kind of rise with the tide. You know, Boise State's been dominating this conference for years now, but how, f- I mean, I got to be careful how I ask this question, but how neat was it to see a new team kind of climb to the top like San Jose State did last year, even though it was a COVID year? Oh, I, I, it's very cool. Um, it's always great when there is competition. And I, even Andy Avalos at Boise State would agree. I mean, clearly they want to be the team. Everybody wants to be the team. But when there are other teams that push you to be better, and you know, I would imagine that the Boise State players have a little bit of fire in them during this offseason because they didn't win a championship. Um, and they got beat by San Jose State in a championship game. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, at the time, of course, it stung. Um, but to have teams that push them, Fresno State beat them a couple of years on the blue in the 2018 championship game. Um, and then, you know, Hawaii had a, had them at the championship game. Boise State wins that, and then San Jose State wins one um, at the, uh, a neutral site. So to constantly have competition and someone pushes you, regardless of what discipline you're in, is always great. And I think Boise State would agree with that. And San Jose State had a magical season. It was a national story, which is good for them and good for the Mountain West. I know you can't answer this question, but how do you promote the Mountain West Conference as a football group to the rest of the nation to make it sound attractive? Uh, it's it's high-level football, big-time players. I mean, you look at the type of players that come out of the Mountain West that um, you know are, are now making 
you know, big time pushes in the NFL, the, the Derek Carrs, you know, Andy Dalton had a really good run with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know, Jordan Love out of Utah State, a high draft pick. He's constantly right now in, uh, in national news as a guy that might be a starter. Um, you know, we, we try to push um, the did you know, because frankly, we're in, most of our teams are in what, what people out east call the forgotten time zone, right? Mm. Uh, unfortunately, it's harder to see our games because, you know, most of the day's football is over by the time we kick off. But that's just the reality of where we live in the mountain time zone and, and the east coast or on the west coast. So we definitely try to make sure that we get our best storylines, teams, coaches, players, in front of those who have the ability to push stories, push narratives, to make sure that people understand that we've got national brands um, in this in this conference. We've got terrific cities in this conference, uh, very diverse, um, and you know it's it's a great place to live. So I think a lot of people um, look at this this conference and say, "Man, there's a ton of history. There's some really good programs, and then there's a bunch of programs." that continue to be on the rise, whether it be in football, men's basketball, women's basketball, volleyball. And we just try to make sure at the Mountain West uh, headquarters and at the Mountain West Network that we let people know that we have terrific stories that really fold into what is a, a really good brand of football, men's basketball, et cetera. You'll never get enough credit for how well you ran Mountain West Media Days yes, or last year for basketball over Zoom and, you know, virtual, and I thought it was so well done by you and the Mountain West Conference. How excited are you, though, to have in-person Mountain West Media Football Days coming up here in July? It's going to be amazing. Uh, and I will, I will thank you for the compliment, by the way. That, that, was, that was a, uh, a logistical nightmare and a, and a big, <laughs> big puzzle to put together. And frankly, we weren't sure if it was going to come off the way that we had hoped until we were about three-quarters of the way through. So, and I appreciate you and your, your colleagues all participating because if we don't have participation, we don't have a media day. So uh, that was a team effort from the, the office and then media members around the Mountain West footprint. But to, to get back to what, quote, unquote, normal um, is, is going to be awesome. And, you know, life is about person to person. We all have personal relationships. And, you know, media day is about personal relationships and getting a chance to to talk to a coach face to face and, you know, read mannerisms and, and see smiles and get them to know as, as, you know, just a, a human being rather than the fiery guy on the sidelines and get to know these, these players at a, a deeper level. That's great for you guys. Um, but that's also great for our coaches and, um, and players that have an opportunity to, to tell their story and get people excited about a football season you know, as we're starting to put the pieces together on this year's media day, I was saying in a meeting the other day that this could be the most important football season that we have had mm. since 1999 when we kicked things off in Provo, Utah for the first time with wow. CSU and BYU. Just because of the, the amount of interest um, and the appetite that people have to consume the product in person, on TV. Um, so we're just really excited to to just put 2020 behind us, learn from it. We're better for it, but frankly, don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> hey, uh, what about Blake Anderson, head coach of Utah State football now? He uh, he replaces Gary Anderson. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to be able to visit with him yet, and what's your experience of, 
of, uh, I guess, visiting with him and how that's been? I have. I've had a chance to talk with Coach Anderson, and I walked away super excited uh, to watch his brand of football. The up-tempo, uh, what do you call it, fast fast break on turf or That's on right. grass. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. I mean, if you're a football fan in Logan and you, you, you know, handpick a style of football to watch, you want something that, that is exciting, that's going to put points on the board. Um, and so that one gets me super excited as a football fan. But in the way that he talks about his players and his program, and I think his past experiences, um, tragic as it may be, um, with his wife uh, passing away, he seems to me to have such a great perspective on what really matters. You know, football and, and sports is a bottom line business. You know, you, you got to win to keep your job. Uh, but it, it seems as though that that's right on par with the relationships that he builds, the, the, uh, the kids on his team caring about what makes them who they are, what's important to them, who their family is, what you know, studies are, are giving them struggles, their girlfriends. Um, when you can strike that balance of having great personal relationships with your players, with your administration, and really care about them on a deep level, and then, oh, by the way, have an exciting brand of football that people want to come and watch, um, boy, that's a home run. And as it stands right now, with no games being played, I think John Hartwell hit a home run with Blake Anderson. I loved my chat with him and came away super pumped for Aggies football. I know we're about six months away from it, give or take. Speaking of selling the product, Mountain West Conference basketball will not be hard to do in that regard. Coaches like Leon Rice, Steve Alford, Richard Pitino, Ryan Odom, Tim Miles is now a part of it. This Mountain West Conference basketball season could be a lot of fun just with the coaches alone. Yeah, guys that have come in that have you know a ton of winning experience. Um, you know, sometimes you wonder when jobs come open. Um, you know, at our level of basketball, usually you get two. You, you get two types of coaches: one who's been there, done that, and ready to kind of settle in. Um, you know, Steve Alford went to UCLA. I'm sure he could have been at you know another. You know, Pac-12 school or Big 12 school, Big 10 at some point, but it was time to settle in. And he he looked at University of Nevada and said, you know what? I think this is where at least what he said when he took the job, this is my last job. I'm done chasing, you know, whatever, you know, you're out chasing early in your career. And I just want a good place to live, a high level of basketball to coach and a chance to be in the NCAA tournament each and every year. So you, you get those guys, but then you get guys, you know, like Ryan Odom, who Obviously, has had you know some some high profile success, but a guy that that is certainly on the rise and getting his chance to to coach in a big program that's had super success, has had great players, and has you know some of the best, if not the best, basketball fans in the Mountain West. I love a basketball atmosphere at Spectrum. I mean, it, it is second to none. Um, so to have those guys, Patino, a name down at, at uh, the University of New Mexico, and I think Mountain West basketball is back seriously on the rise. There was a time not too long ago where you're getting four and five teams into the tournament, which is almost half of your league. Um, you know, the last couple of years, been right on the cusp of having that again. So I really like the trajectory of, of where we're headed and being a multiple bid, two, three, every single season. 
Jesse Kirsten, the uh, lead anchor from Mount West Network and one of the finest gentlemen you'll ever get a chance to meet, joins us here on the Full Court Press. Jesse, I want to pick your brain for just a little bit and some random topics, and I uh, hope you're okay if, uh, if you'll play along here. You, you've been sure. able to see a lot of great athletes in this conference and some of the best athletes to, to come out of this conference. Who's the most exciting player you've been able to see play in basketball and in football in the Mount West Conference? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, so – uh, this is this is not because I'm on with you and Logan. I will tell you, Sam Merrill may be my my favorite basketball player wow. to watch mm. because he's not going to pass the all bus team, right? He gets off the bus and you say, okay, you know, probably an average player, you know, not real big, doesn't look super athletic, <laughs> but he is a game changer, and I love watching guys like that. You know, if there's nobody in this league. Um, since I've been a part of it, that I would want to have the basketball um, with game on the line than Sam Merrill. I mean, you can look straight at the the championship game against San Diego State for the reason one, two, three, four, and five why. Um, But the other thing that I think that Sam Merrill, um, why I like watching him play, is he made his teammates better. And I think that's the ultimate measuring stick of a competitor you know, there's great players across the board, but I think the truly, really special players um, elevate the level of play of their teammates, and I think he did that, and it's a big reason they have the success that they did, and I would have loved to have seen them play in that tournament that oh, got canceled, man, unfortunately. Um, didn't, but, uh, so I would say Sam Merrill. Football-wise, uh, Derek Carr, for all the same reasons, um, Derek made everybody better on that field from Robbie Rouse, who had a fantastic season, you know, running the football in a record setting year. Um, Devonte Adams, there's, there's all kinds of great stories of Devonte and Derek Carr when Devonte was the freshman of the year in Mountain West football that they would meet in a, uh, on, on a practice field. And Devonte was the best receiver out there. And he was red. He was a red shirt freshman. So, I think those two guys, because of the way they elevated everybody else, in addition to being great humans and, and great um, players on the field, I'd say those are my two favorite right off the top of my head. That's a good answer. Uh, you've seen a lot of great Mountain West Conference tournament basketball games as well. Which is the one that's most memorable in regards to the atmosphere and the game itself? So the the Sam Merrill shot was great. Oh, that was incredible. Um, that game was fun, but I, I will tell you the 2013 game, between New Mexico and UNLV was incredible. And I will tell you, I was not there for the Jimmer Fredette, Kawhi Leonard days, and I've heard those were incredible. But I have a suspicion that it would be really hard to top what happened in 2013. UNLV had had a starting lineup that was crazy, crazy good. Um, (laughs) Anthony Bennett was the player of the year, first pick in the NBA draft. Um, He was was special. They had uh, you know. um, uh, Kim Birch, um, Kaiten Reinhardt, uh, Anthony Mosier, uh, they were stacked. And of course, in Vegas, it was 15,000 packed. The lid was coming off the place. And New Mexico had a starting lineup that included Cam Barristow, uh, Alex Kirk, Kendall Williams, Ooh. Tony Snell, Hugh Greenwood. I mean, like some guys <laughs> that seriously went on to some professional success. Um, and it was a tight game throughout. Um, UNLV came out with uh, boxing-type hoodies that kind of set the, the tone for a Vegas heavyweight fight. But ultimately, it was New Mexico that won in Steve Alford's final 
uh, Mountain West tournament. And Kendall Williams put an exclamation on the uh, on the game in the final, say, 15 seconds, got a steal, and then a, did a 360 jam that that place just <laughs> tore off the lid. So, and you know how New Mexico travels. So uh, a, a great New Mexico crowd, a great UNLV crowd, and some high-level players that came down to the end with an exclamation point dunk at the end. That was hard to beat. Your favorite interview? Favorite interview? Uh, so, not an We're going to cut out of it right now just because we are running short on time. We got a lot of text messages that we had missed throughout the interview. A big thanks to Jesse Kurtz of the Mount West Network. Really, really, really good dude. Um, we'll have to have him on our podcast from the Bleachers. I think you'd enjoy that oh, interview, sure. AJ. And, of course, this interview everybody will be able to find in its entirety. Yep, it's going to be posted here in just a few minutes. So, big thanks to Jesse Kurtz. We're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll get to your text messages, uh, and we'll close up the first hour of the Full Court Press on 106 and the Fan. Bring on summer during the Memorial Day sales event at your Utah Honda dealers. Unlike the competition, your Utah Honda dealers are loaded with new Hondas. And with used cars in high demand, your trade-in has never been worth more than right now. Save with 0% financing on select new Honda models. Honda is the most fuel-efficient automaker in America and most awarded brand of the last decade. The Memorial Day sales event at your Utah Honda dealers. See utahhondadealers.com. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. It's the one and only Al Sporting Goods Outdoor Expo Sale. Memorial Day savings for the entire summer for the entire family. Thousands of firearms and you won't find them lower. Can't find ammo? Al's has an entire truckload. All calibers. You know Al's is the biggest Vortex dealer west of the Mississippi. Crossfire Scope 119. Diamondback Binocs 149. Vortex t-shirts 9 bucks. Camo shirts 5 bucks. Trail cams 29. Gerber multi-tool 10 bucks. Rarely on sale. Sims and Reddington fishing gear save 20%. Camp Chef smokers 399. Liberty Gun saves prices Al's can't even mention. Nobody does Memorial Day weekend like Al's Sporting Goods. Every sport, every season. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at The Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call The Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from The Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo stuff. The Logo Shop. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. 
Full Gord, Preston Maje, Salveson, AJ Knight, Cody Olson running the board, doing a fantastic job for us. Carl Smith is going to join us in the next hour to talk Memphis Grizzlies, Utah Jazz basketball. They get it on at 8 o'clock tonight, TNT. Uh, we'll also talk some NBA basketball, and we have a tragic, tragic situation. And AJ and I are going to be able to help get, uh, well, just put a, a caption on the coffin. Uh, what are you <laughs> laughing at? That. Oh, yeah. I just, I wonder if people have figured out what we're, who we're giving a funeral for yet. Yeah. I agree. Uh, we had a few text messages. Let's uh, let's get through those, AJ. Uh, yeah, uh, 9315 said they must be uh, uh, bitter BYU fans with the Jordan Love comments. Uh, Card <laughs> Addict uh, texted in and said, can the butthurt Karens, <laughs> cue the butthurt Karens, truth hurts. Cash Valley folks are cheap. There you go. By the way, I love the Card Attic. I haven't been there for years. Uh, 2305 says, if USU beats Boise and BYU in one year, the entire coaching staff is gone, so be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Uh, hurts just a little bit. <laughs> Two seven eight seven says I think the problem with attendance is that the fans are tired of being let down. USU will have one winning season and people will start to get excited. Then we'll have two or three losing seasons, then a winning season. Twenty eighteen was a good season, but quite frankly, other than the pretty much, other than that, they pretty much suck. They need consistency, winning to build the trust and support of the fans. Okay, but I'm asking about one game. Like if they're ten and if they're eleven and one, and you get a ticket to the game, are you going to say no because they haven't won in the last three years, but they're winning this year? That's fair. My question also is, I guess, realistic expectations when you talk about winning. Like if USU's going to a bowl, I would call that a successful season. Like no offense, yeah, you no, raise I'm with the you. Platform yeah, there. I'm with you. It's a bowl game. We've been begging for bowl games twenty years ago. Yeah. When Riley Nilton was playing. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back in the second hour. Carl Smith will join us. We'll get to more of your text, 435-339-0321 to be a part of the show. Thanks so much. Thank we, you. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We like to talk about super teams, and we like to say things like the big three or the big two. We tend to forget about how important the rest of the roster is. The Lakers could never have won if role players didn't step up in last year's playoffs. The Brooklyn Nets are definitely a super team. Last night, we were reminded they're more than Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. Joe Harris's seven three-pointers last night helped the Nets jump out to a 2-0 series advantage over the Celtics. If they get contributions from players like Harris or Blake Griffin or Jeff Green, they're going to be tough to beat. We pretty much know either Durant, Irving, or Harden will get hot on a given night. But a strong supporting cast gives Brooklyn an insurance policy if one or two of the big three goes cold. It's a formula that has worked through the first two games against the Boston Celtics and could work all the way through the NBA Finals. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the two-ball, the Rossi, and the number seven. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new lineup at odysseygolf.com. Golfer Ricky Fowler, baseball legend Steve Garvey, former quarterback Carson Palmer, all talking about the relief they're getting from Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. They use Level Select CBD because it works, and now you can too. As our newest sponsor, Level Select CBD is offering our listeners a great deal, 30% off your order. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, 30% off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, not available in Idaho. 
Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Make it special, make it jealous. We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year? Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green. At Valley Recycling, 145 North 10th West in Logan. The home for Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What you need to know. The LA Angels fired pitching coach Mickey Calloway after Major League Baseball's look into his alleged sexual misdoings. The league put him on the ineligible list, barring him through the 2022 season. Meanwhile, the Angels are currently taking down the Rangers 9-6 in the eighth inning. Taylor Ward has five RBI for LA. The Cardinals dust off the White Sox 4-0. That's a final. John Gant gets the win with five scoreless innings. The Athletics spell by in the Mariners 6-3. Matt Olson homered and had a sack fly. That Cubs and Pirates game is in the midst of a rain delay. They hope to get things started here shortly. Meyer Ormbach, who's the second high stakeholder in the Minnesota Timberwolves, has sent a complaint to the U.S. District Court in Minneapolis saying majority owner Glenn Taylor is violating terms of the franchise's partnerships deal by selling the team to Mark Lohr and Alex Rodriguez. That, according to ESPN, and Adam Venateri has retired. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There, Cody, I'll do your job. Uh, welcome to the Full Court Press, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 1069thefan.com, and then on our mobile app, the 1069 The Fan mobile app. So grateful to have you joining us, however, wherever you're doing so. Second hour of the Full Court Press, middle of the week, uh, Wednesday, we get you ready for Utah Jazz basketball. We are talking all NBA basketball this hour, but if you want to continue our conversation from the first hour, by all means, uh, the Aggies. Football team. They are scheduled for a 10 a.m. game against Boise State on CBS, the CBS, uh, on September 25th. They also have five other games on the CBS Sports Network. The Fox schedule will be released released tomorrow for the Mountain West Conference. Uh, expect that around 12:30. Carl's oh, here. Oh, Carl's here. We go let him in. Thanks. Carl Smith uh, is going to be joining us. He's with Utah State Sports and Medicine. He'll be joining us to talk some Memphis. He's a Memphis guy. Uh, and we are not. So you expect him to dish out a fair amount of trash then? You know, he, as, as, he should. I mean, because here's the thing. 
and I've said this before, the Utah Jazz deserve every bit of slander that they get. They did not play well. They did not play well. They they uh, they turned the ball over. Dylan Brooks was in their grill. Um, Dylan Brooks is the new Dennis Rodman or Draymond Green. Who's he closer to? Dylan Brooks. Wait, sorry. Carl yeah, yeah, and I were sharing a moment. Well, wow. That's cool. You guys got to share a moment. I got to share a moment with the freaking intern, but you get to share it with Carl Smith. That's cool. That's fun. Sorry, repeat the question. Okay, so, okay. Who's Dylan Brooks remind you more of? Dennis Rodman. In regards to his antics on the court, Dennis Rodman or Draymond Green? I mean, Dennis Rodman, I felt like, was always on the verge of being out of control. Green, I think, is a little bit, but I feel like his is like controlled chaos and. Then you had the offensive prowess. Draymond Green, I think, is always going to be a better offensive player, and, and Brooks went nuts in quarter number three specifically. So I guess Green. You know, we're gonna have a uh, um, we're gonna be able to uh, talk about some some regards of some tragic, some big huge tragedy <laughs> going on in the NBA. It's what went wrong Wednesday. Um, and it is a what went wrong Wednesday, and we, um, AJ and I will be offering up our, our condolences here in just a bit. Sad. Uh, joining Sad us day. here on the full court press, one of our good friends and. Uh, someone who I definitely appreciate again, a part of Utah State Sports and Medicine is Carl Smith. He's a big Memphis Grizzlies fan. And I, Carl, I was telling AJ this, and I said this, I think, uh, Monday as well, that whatever slander the Utah Jazz were to get until Wednesday night at 8 o'clock was absolutely deserved. Absolutely deserved. Like, there's no way you get beat by an 8 seed who had to play 46 and a half hours earlier than that against the Warriors, and then turn around and slap you in the face, whom you are the one seed had a whole week off. That's crazy. I loved it. <laughs> okay, so wait, let me ask you. Dylan Brooks, uh, Dennis Rodman, or Draymond Green? Tony Allen. A better offensive Tony Allen. Okay, Ooh, in regards like of Ant, dude, he headbutted Mike Conley. Tony, Tony Allen didn't get the attention that the two guys you're mentioning, but he did very similar things. Yeah, really? Kobe. Yeah, Kobe said that, right? Didn't yeah, Kobe say yeah. the t- most difficult player to play against was Tony Allen? But I will say, I loved. I used to hate Dylan Brooks, to be honest, because he took he, he was a volume shooter and not a volume scorer. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gotten better every year. So I've, I I have fell in love with Dylan Brooks. I actually ordered a Dylan Brooks T shirt today. Oh my oh, gosh, dude! Why? It's, it's, it. Why would you do that? It's Dylan in the glasses post game <laughs> conference. It's unbelievable. Um, he picked him as his player. He picked him as his player of the week this week, and he's giving you crap for it. But I will say, he's got he's got to watch what he does to Mike Conley. Like the headbutting, even me as an old, because I fell in love with the Grizzlies during grit and grind. It was oh, it was yeah. Conley, Tony oh, Allen, Marcus oh, yeah. All, Zach Randolph, Rudy Gay, OJ Mayo. It was these players that I fell in love with, and so I hold Mike kind of a pedestal and. Sorry, Utah, but Mike will always be a Memphian. He Which is, is not true. a Utah guy. It's um, true. And that's just the way it is, no matter what jersey he's wearing tonight. And so the, even when he headbutted Mike, I was like, mm, you could headbutt Jordan Clarkson. I'd love every minute of it. <laughs> Watch out what you do to Mike. He's old. He's, he's, he's fragile. You know, he already had to wear a face mask when he was with the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Like, let's, let's do it to anybody else. George's Niang, please, kneecaps, anything, I don't care. But, like, Mike – Let's, yes, let's actually, watch you know out. what? He's, you he's, know what? Kneecap George Yang, for all I care. Get him. I'd be, that'd be great. I wouldn't be ashamed of that at all. 
so I, I, I let me ask you, Carl, first, and then I want to go to AJ on the Utah side of things. Uh, Memphis goes out and just, I mean, really scorches offensively the Utah Jazz. Got anything they want, especially John Morant getting to the cup. Oh his, his floater's unstoppable. Uh, what did you see in game one? Um, I just saw a team, and that's what I love about Memphis is it's very different than the original grit and grind Grizzlies, but they always stick together, and it's very even. I think if you look at statistically for the year, I think they had nine players score double digits per game. There's just not a very many teams in the NBA that have the the depth and the the versatility that the Grizzlies do as far as different people scoring every night and everybody scoring every night. Um, you're waiting for someone to heat up, and we always don't like the Grizzlies don't always have that. Obviously, Dylan's always going to take some wild shots he should never take, and Jaws always like Jaw doesn't even get his shots up every night, which I wish he did. And Valachunas being back, and Jaron Jackson, you look. Like Jaron Jackson's the second best player on the team, if not the first before his injury. And he's been back. This is his 13th game back tonight for the entire year. He's been out 12 months almost. So, like, just to look at that, like, the team's coming into fruition. They would have been better than a nine seed. And if is the Utah Jazz the first team to ever lose to a nine seed, is that correct? So, historically, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you want to keep is that going true? Poor Cody over here. Just I, was, I was just wondering if that. If, I didn't know if that's how we counted it. <laughs> he doesn't mind to fight him. <laughs> but like, but it's a it's a team, and everybody can do it, and that's and that's why I love. They play from inside out. They play through Valanciunas. They play through Jackson. They play kind of an older school, not as not the same as they did when they bark and Zach Randolph, but it is kind of more of a, a tight knit unit, and they're going to play defense. And any team that plays defense is going to have a chance in the postseason. A.J., offensively for the Utah Jazz, Jordan Clarkson has his uh, three-point per game, I guess, snapped against Memphis. I think it was 0 of 8 from from deep. Uh, offensively, what do you, and with Donovan Mitchell back, and he is available for game two tonight, what do you want to see from the Jazz offensively? Consistency. I think that uh, – don't worry, I don't want to take anything away from the Grizzlies, especially since Carl's here and sitting next to me. But, like, there, it's not like every one of those looks that they took of the 40,000 three-pointers they missed was terrible. They had good looks. They just couldn't yeah. hit a damn thing. Live by it, die by it. Yeah. So yeah. It, And so Bogdanovich got hot in the second half, and you saw how close they were able to make it late. I mean, I think the big difference was they couldn't stop Jar. They didn't really pretend to try to. Uh, stick a hand in his face or something. But – Consistency, I think, is the thing. That's where Mitchell, I think, helps him out. He has the ability to get to the rim. So if you can't get shots to fall, he can create there. But, I mean, how much are they going to lean on him? Because there's all that drama from him saying he could play game one, and the training staff said, no, you're not going to play. Consistency. You just, you're just you at home. You're, the shots are supposed to go down at home at least. Yeah. Hey, you've been in the sports and medicine gig for a while. The whole Donovan Mitchell situation was really interesting. He goes from uh, looking like he's going to play. Sunday morning he says he's going to play. He has his own rehab team. They say he's good to go. He goes and does a workout with the Jazz that late morning, comes out of it, and the Jazz say, yeah, no, we're not doing this. How I mean, That kind of conversation couldn't have been easy. And, I mean, there's got to be a miscommunication. How do you get something like that fixed? Uh, I, I think it's just – you know, when the NBA is different than the world that I've lived in for so long, it's because you have agents, you have his own guys, you have so many people, different people involved. But to me, there's they got to fix that. Um, just that, does Donovan fully trust the organization? Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't. Yeah, no, I'm with but you. But with that, with the, how it happened, I have to question the communication, the trust in between the organization and the player. 
Uh, if you want to text into our show, our Gil Mortgage text line is open for you, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Don't forget, at Gil Mortgage, you can select from hundreds of loan products tailored to your needs. You can give them a call at 435-294-2480. If you got questions about the Utah Jazz NBA basketball, shoot them in right now, 435-339-0321. Carl's, you get a Memphis side of it, whether Cody likes it or not. Uh, and you'll get a jazz side of it from me, Cody, and AJ. I'm neutral. <laughs> You're neutral. Well, in that case, we're screwed. <laughs> uh, we got a text from 6789, I believe. Yep. Uh, AJ, get that for me. This is my point I made yesterday, but it says, Am I the only one who thinks the Grizzlies balled out and the Jazz played awful ball and still lost by, what, just three points? I feel like I'm taking – sorry. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Uh <laughs> I that would be my sentiment for See, Jazz fans to too. calm down, but I guess with Carl being here, you have, I mean, to me, one of the things the Jazz have to adjust, regardless if Donovan comes back or not, are you going to put a hand in, in John Morant's face? Because fourth quarter, he was like, "All right, pick and roll, gone. Pick and roll, gone. Pick and yeah. roll, gone." With the way he moves, it's kind of hard to just put a hand up. Where's, here, the, where's the hand got to go? What, here's what Golden State I thought was good at for a moment was just dropping their big man and saying, okay, shoot a three. Let's see you hit 12 of those. Try Let's see you hit see 12 of those. Try you know, it tonight. You, I'm it, sure they watched the film. That's, I mean, it worked. Especially the, the Spurs did a similar thing, and it worked. Like, he was not playing very well against the Spurs. And the Warriors did it, and he went, what, five for nine, five yeah. for eight. Um, so do it in the first quarter, see how it turns out. I mean, that's what I would do if yeah. I'm scouting against him. I would – Prove that you're going to make those, and then we'll come out there. Yeah, that's, that's I'm a I'm going to tell you he's going to make them, but pr- make him prove it. <laughs> 1570 says, I expect an angry Donovan tonight. I do too, but I also but expect But is he angry at the Grizzlies or angry at his own organization? Everybody. Everybody, yeah. He's pissed at everybody. The, the janitors, He'll the, the concession stands. He'll drive through on the way to the hoop. Yeah, everybody. Um, <laughs> and the other, inter- the other interesting thing is, uh, will we get an angry Donovan tonight? Probably. But the other problem is, is can Donovan control his emotion within his play? Can he not go iso ball and try to do it all himself? Use his team. I got a question for Carl. Uh, I know a couple, I can't remember what game it was, but I was in here before and a couple texters brought up the point that they always get worried when Donovan plays against another great player because he tries to go head to head. Yeah. Make it do a you think from, from being a Memphis fan, is that something you would, you would keep an eye out for? Because I think the assessment, I'd not thought of it until someone texted in and I thought, yeah, okay. And John Morant, I mean, Brooks had a big game in game one, but John Morant obviously is the star player. Is that something you think you expect? Because I feel like Morant has shown maturity enough that he won't get suckered into that. He, he really doesn't. I would say Jaw's an emotional player, but I wouldn't say that his emotions dictate how he plays very much. But I would say, like, the thing as a Grizzly fan tonight is that when you only have Mike Conley out there and Donovan's not there, we can kind of focus on shutting down Mike a little bit. With both of them out there, Jaw's going to have to step up and play on both sides of the court. Right. Because I don't know who Dylan's going to guard. I don't know if he's – I would imagine he stays on Donovan. And if Donovan's emotional, can Dylan get under his skin? Uh, he's been pretty successful at it so far with other people. Um, Dude, he even got Mike Conley to talk to him. Yeah, like – Like, that's crazy. Mike Conley <laughs> is the most cool, calm, collective guy. And Mike yeah. was saying stuff to him that wasn't like, hey, do you want to go to dinner tonight? Yeah, it like, was it, something else. <laughs> I'll tell you. And so hot, hot and so that's that's kind of like, <laughs> like how can he keep his cool, and can the Grizzlies two guards play defense together? Yeah. I I I don't know. To me, I don't. You can tell me if I'm wrong, Carl. I actually like seeing that in the the game because obviously the Lakers Suns play. I like seeing the because 
the Suns are a two seed, but everybody's like, nah, the Lakers are going to win. I like seeing the underdogs be a little chippy. And uh, I, I definitely agree. I thought Brooks got a little bit carried away uh, with the headbutt or whatever. And, and Anderson was interesting to watch throughout the game as well. But I, I like the chippiness because it's no one expects Memphis to win. Everybody was saying the same thing. Even without Donovan, they were like, have five at best. I like seeing the then take it back to them. It's it's very similar to the way that they the kind of mindset they had in 2013 when they played the Spurs as a one seed and beat them is they're gonna try to get under your skin. And to me, in game one, Utah let them do that, and you could see Utah's reaction. Even George's and the Yang and the Desmond. Oh Bay yeah, after man, Desmond that Bay was nuts. Three. George like, is talking like they really the Jazz. You're the you're the best record in the NBA. Yep. Don't go to that. Don't yeah. fall for that. Just stick to your game plan and and. Things should work out for you. I hope they don't, but they should. <laughs> Two four one seven says yes, exactly. Do not let Donovan play hero ball yep. versus, and that's and that really is the biggest concern I have. Is Donovan saying, "Okay, look, we lost game one. It's up to me to win game two. That's uh, not the case. Since I knew the Grizzlies were playing the the Jazz, but first off, I didn't know they were going to make the playoffs till Sunday. Um, was it Sunday? I yeah. Can't even remember. Yeah. Um, well, what they won Friday, right? Yeah. But to me. Bogey is the guy that scares me. Donovan's going to do his thing. Jordan Clarkson, you hope he goes 0 for 8 again. He's not going to. He can heat up. But Bogey is the guy that and of all them, I, don't, I don't like you, huh? when he heats up. He had up. 20 of his 29 points in the fourth because quarter. Because I don't think he's a guy you, you can focus on defensively. Oh, I got you. Because there's so many other weapons. And then he's going to get the open shot, and he's definitely good enough to knock all of them to down. Death. So he's the guy like – Donovan's going to have his 25 to 35. Right. Mike's going to have his 16 to 20. Like, they're going to get their numbers, but it's like bogey scares me. If bogey's over 20, I'm, it's probably a loss. What do you think about the depth for uh, Memphis down low? I know it was only one game, but that was something I know that the obviously the announcers were losing their stuff over because it's a traditional five battle. But obviously, it seemed Memphis really seemed to be a different team without Valanciunas, whereas when Favors came in for Gobert, the Jazz, at least down low defensively, and maybe even a little bit better offensively, still had something down. There's just they couldn't hit anything all night. When Valchunas goes out, we have to put Jaron Jackson at the five, or we have to go Xavier Tillman, who is six, six probably, but they list him as six eight. And so most of the time we go Jackson down there, and Jackson's more of a natural four man. Yeah, and he's not gonna he, him and he's not gonna be able to contain Rudy. Um, I mean, it's just he's, he's his game is completely different. Very different styles. Um, so the thing about Tillman will will push him around, and Tillman's kind of a little kind of a bulldog down there a little bit. Um, but it doesn't like Valanciunas makes the world of difference for the Grizzlies. Yeah. So if he can stay out of foul trouble and stay in the game, we could be successful. One five seven zero says I want to see more Joe Ingles on uh, the trash talk, and I think Joe will come back with more of an attitude. Here's the thing: I think the Jazz walked into this thinking. Slice cake, easy cheese, we're going to be just fine, walk through it, 15-point win, no sweat. All of a sudden, they're down 12, and Quinn Snyder looks at Joe coming out of a, or coming into a break and says, are you going to bleeping do something? Yeah. Like, that's when, you know, crap was getting serious. But you have, to, you have to look at every, I mean, the last 12 years of Grizzly basketball, they've never went into a playoff series and just got destroyed. Yeah. They're going to come and play. And if you look at all their games this year, they're going to come to play. They yeah. don't get blown out. Well, they're going to play. They had the right mentality. Like, we're going to make it a street fight. We're going to see if you can handle it. You can't. So we're going to just bully you. And, and that's what they the did. Same thing and do you know what? That was the right thing to do. Honestly, as much as I hated watching Dylan Brooks, uh, butthead, 
with uh, with Mike Conley. Like you watch them talk trash, and they're like, they're not scared of Utah. No, they have not. they have no fear in this series. It is, if we lose, we're supposed to lose, but we're gonna make it a hell of a series for you guys and cause pure chaos. Yeah. And it's and it's worked. And I think the Jazz come back with a little bit more of a feisty attitude and they, tonight. They take that attitude from the city. I know that's corny I to say that. these guys aren't no. from Memphis. Yeah, but they. But they take that blue collarness from Memphis. It's what Memphis Grizzly basketball is all about. AJ, I got to get your thoughts on this really quickly. Six, seven, eight, nine. On regards to the hero ball from Don Mitchell, he says it's not a hero ball; it's his rule. It's a really, it's a really tricky line to watch or to to go across for Donovan because in in one way yes, but in another way no. Because we've seen games I think this season where he's just he's just been like, all right, give me the ball and put my head down and and I'll I'll look up when I hit the rim. And there's plenty of times where he takes shots, he takes those deep threes, and he's hit some of them. And you, it's you, no, no, no. Oh yeah, great, thank you. <laughs> it, it's a tr- it's a tough line to to follow because yes, you do need to win a championship. You're gonna have to have a guy who can take the game over. But because you know Gobert, I guess you, Gobert's a star. You have him, but he's not really an offensive dominant player. You also have to keep your shooters going throughout the night because you don't want them to go cold when all of a sudden the offense. Uh, or the defense triple teams Donovan. It's like Jordan in the air. Uh, what do they call him? Jordan in the air. Aries, Airness, whatever they said. One player can't win a championship. The Jazz Unless will always fall short of their goal if Donovan's playing hero ball. I'd agree yeah. with so that. He does. My question, actually, I wanted to go back to the playing game. How much of a confidence boost do you think it gave Memphis to beat Golden State? Because everyone assumed, all right, Lakers, Golden State. I think most people had Lakers, and they're like, all right, it doesn't matter who wins the 9 10. Golden State's going to get in, and we're just going to roll this thing through. And for the fact that them to take that one in San Francisco of all places, how much of that a confidence boost you think beating a team that I know it's not the typical Golden State team, but it is still Golden State with Steph Curry? Well, to me, a casual fan doesn't understand what the Warriors are this year. The Warriors overachieved. Oh, the Warriors have the oh, best. Yeah. They have the best player in the world, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Per pound, best player in the world. No question. In my opinion. That's my, I'm not saying that's truth, but it's the way I feel. But besides that, you take Steph away from that team. Oh, they're bad. They're the, they're worse than Houston. It's bad. You take Steph off that team, well, it especially is especially Wiseman, Ubre, yeah, like with all of them players. gone. Yeah, yeah. They are bad. So to me, the Grizzlies have good players all around the court, and they have good depth. And the front office has done a great job making the roster. Like they have to have to they have to win that game. In my opinion, like I, you let Steph do his thing, and there's. Two and a half other players on the court. Eight seven nine eight. Carl's a bandwagon Memphis fan. Don't let him tell you different. I, I would probably really strongly is. disagree with that right now. <laughs> I know Carl, and that would definitely not be the case. All right, so we're gonna go to break here in just a minute. We're gonna come back and talk some NBA basketball. We got some tragic news we need to uh, get through, um, and we'll get through that. But first, Cody, you've been patient, and I want to let you have the chance to get it out of your system. Um, he's been squirming over here. He is angry. Um, he just broke a pen. <laughs> um, and so I want you to get whatever anger you got out towards Carl in the only 10 minutes that he's been on our show. And you don't even have to be nice. Go ahead. I don't, I don't have to be nice. I ha- I actually do have a, a legitimate question for Carl. Uh, why? Why? Why what? Why am I? Oh, that's it. That's, uh, that's it. Why? <laughs> that is why. Why are you the way that, you are? You, you probably, that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I can answer the grizzly question, okay, not the yeah. way I am. Oh, yeah. you, I don't care where you question. go with it. It's just why. <laughs> um, so I, 
I went to undergrad in Arkansas, and so it was an hour and a half, two hour drive to Memphis. Strong flex. All that's right. what. That's when they were doing really well. That's what made me fall in love with the Grizzlies. Why nice. I am the way I am as a person, nobody knows. All right, that's so yeah, that's my I'm still figuring just, that out. Just myself. a little background for Cody too. When Carl has been on with with AJ and I, we've had him on our podcast before too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we talk about Penny Hardway. I feel like every time we we're, have to find a way to work him into this. Little this Memphis po- guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Memphis State. <laughs> All right, I'm Memphis good. is a, and okay? I, I'm okay. Yeah, Are you sure? yeah, I'm good. I think he's crying. <laughs> Let's go to break. Um, we'll come back. We'll get more of your text four three five three three nine zero three two one. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. So, yeah, Boston, Brooklyn, tonight up now, 18 minutes ago. <laughs> Speaking of being late. Hey, guess what? That game's already over. Brooklyn won. <laughs> we uh, were supposed to have Brooklyn on tonight, but we forgot to call KD. <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge bummer. Thank goodness. I wasn't coming anyway. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I don't. No one quite cares, Carl. Okay, you're here from Memphis and that's it. No one cares. Like 8798 says, you really just sleep in your Donovan Mitchell jersey at night. I have no problems with Donovan. That's why you sleep in this jersey at night. Every not. night. I do not. I have no problem with it. Come with the Rudy Gobert bobblehead doll. <laughs> now, Rudy, I don't don't the get me started. One. <laughs> if I was seven three, <laughs> I would make Rudy look like a fool. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to text into the show, Carl Smith of Utah State Sports and Medicine is here. Memphis Grizzlies, a diehard fan. It's good to have a Memphis perspective on the show. Honestly, it really is. Like, have any of you guys ever been to Memphis? I've been through it. Uh, yeah, I've oh, been to Memphis. We it. had a football game against uh, the Memphis. Memphis Tigers in 04. Okay. How was, was your time there? I loved it. Memphis is an unbelievable I'm a, I'm a city. Oh, I loved it. In Memphis. I any Memphis, music actually. fan, if you don't go to Memphis. They have a Cracker Barrel there. They did. Oh, they have a Cracker Barrel in Ogden. I'm serious. You went to Memphis and went to Cracker Barrel? Yeah. I'm going to slap you. Why? What's the problem? I'm not going to stop, Carl. Go to Rendezvous, Gus's. What? Polly's hot chicken. Oh my gosh. No, you'll go Blue to City Cafe for, for tamales at 3 a.m. Oh my gosh. It's unreal. What? What? No, for breakfast, I went to Cracker Barrel. It was great. You're disgusting. 
Cracker Barrel's disgusting? I didn't say it was disgusting. I'm just saying you're in you're in the home of good food and barbecue and the blues music, and you went to Cracker Barrel. If I need good barbecue food, I can go to Dickie's Barbecue in Salt Lake. That is an absolute tragedy, what you just said. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm just going to say I echo everything Carl said. Right? I will not eat barbecue in this no-good-food state that we live in. <laughs> um, <and laughs> don't forget, May 29th, uh, there's a big sale at Daryl's Appliance. Uh, sale will go from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's only one day. It's the 51st anniversary sale with kitchen package specials. Enter to win a freezer. Extra 15% off of 5G appliances. 10% off 4G appliances. 5% off of 3G appliances. New huge load of scratch and dents plus a freezer blowout. Balloons for kids. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Again, going on from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on May 29th in Benson. Go to Daryl's Appliance. Um <laughs> Six seven eight nine texted in and said, "Ajay, you doing what you did food wise is like going to Mar- uh, Madison Square Garden for a dance competition and not basketball." <laughs> dance competition? Okay, no, that's 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 not true. It is true because there's some really great places in Utah. Like, and I mean that. Like, I mean, look, if you go to Memphis, we're not, we're not talking about Utah. We're talking about you going to Cracker Barrel in Memphis. That's that, that was great. Because they still cook it a little bit. I mean, they might add a little bit of, you know, something, something in there from the southern area. Uh, Cracker Barrel was great, you, I think guys. Cracker Barrel microwaves And I'm not going to go to, I'm not yeah, going to go to, I'm not going to go to freaking Spicy Wings Chicken at oh, 3 a.m. in the morning. Spicy Wings. Because you, you don't want, you don't want wings I've never had a better tamale than Blue City Cafe at 3 a.m. in the morning. A what? After Beale Street. It's unbelievable. A what? Tamale. Tamale? You ever had like one? Like the candies? Like the oh hot? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is what, what happens when we step outside. Do of you know what a tamale is, Cody? You can go to the farmer's yeah. market in Logan and get a tamale. And they're not half bad. They're not Blue City Cafe, but they're pretty good. I'll right. take you Saturday morning. I'll I've meet you at the farmer's market. I've never heard of a tamale. I've heard of they're, candies. They're good. The hot tamales are, are really good. Uh, all right. Um, it's time that we, uh, we, we move on to some tragic news. Um, it, was, it was a tragedy to see the Clippers get murdered like they did. And uh, they they have found the suspect. His name is Luka Doncic. <laughs> He's about six foot. Crappy hair. He's like six, nice seven. Beard, and uh, is the albino rhino, as they like to call him. It's actually not bad for anything. Yeah. Pale squale. Uh, not James <laughs> Olive Garden Harden, but close enough. Uh, and so due to the tragic death of the LA Clippers franchise, again, I feel like we've done this before. But we are going to uh, we're going to up some uh, we're going to have our own eulogy. Uh, Carl, you can step aside for a moment and think about your Memphis love. Can I just say one thing? Yes. Is firing Doc Rivers and hiring Tyron Lue the worst decision? Thank you. Any front office could make. Doc Rivers is not the problem. What was Doc <laughs> doing though that Tyrone hasn't done? Exactly. <laughs> they both let their teammates. Say, all right, you guys got it. They choked. <laughs> Same thing. I don't think Doc is down 0-2 to Dallas right now. That's all I'm saying. I'll move on. All right, AJ, uh, let's hear your eulogy for this Clippers tragic loss. So for the Los Angeles Clippers, obviously, you just you want to focus on the good times, like when Kawhi swerved the Lakers and made the Clippers relevant for four months, or that commercial he released at the beginning of the season where he had the King's crown on his cheek on his keychain, or getting the best of the Lakers in the 2020 regular season, or being up three one against the Nuggets, or having a double digit lead in Game Five. In game six, in game seven, you know the good moments, Ajay, when we when we ducked, 
when we ducked the Lakers in the second round and got ha, we got the Mavericks. We got them this time. The good times. When playoff P didn't stand for pandemic P. <laughs> oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was a good one-and-a-half-year dynasty, and I look forward to the Clippers being blown up. Such a tragic collapse. <laughs> Sad ending. So much potential, but yet so predictable on its death. It all started with friends. Kawhi was such an obedient, quiet young man. All he cared about is his EBS wings in San Antonio. He just wanted his wings coupons. He drove his 1997 Ford truck. He had his great girlfriend. Things were wonderful. But then Kawhi met bad friends. Bad friends such as Pandemic P, Paul George. Mr. Cornrows himself. And then Paul George, who also used to be a quiet, obedient young man, then got cornrows and turned into a gangsta. And then things went south. Kawhi then started acting like a diva. He needed his own training team. He needed his own little training room. He wanted his own lunch table. He wanted his own Superman lunchbox. It turned into such a tragic situation. And, and I, you know, I talked to Kawhi's mom and she said, I often tell him that I'm glad that there is no Olive Garden in San Diego. Because I feel like if there was an Olive Garden, you would never, ever get to enjoy the good meats. Because Mr. Olive Garden Harden would steal them all from you. I, uh, I look at the sadness of, of, of what Kawhi has ran into. Um, because he used to go from one of the greatest defensive players ever to one of the most laziest basketball players in the world. All because of Pandemic P. All because of Playoff George who is now trending on Twitter for the third year in a row for the wrong reasons. Because he sucks. I would rather have George Niang on my basketball team than playoff George. I would rather have <coughs> Dylan Brooks, psycho Dylan Brooks, than playoff George. And if Tyrone Liu has any, has any dignity and integrity in his soul, he'll quit his job... <laughs> He'll find the nearest McDonald's and he'll apply. And Steve Ballmer will sell the sell the team to Seattle. Here we lay the Los Angeles Clippers. 2018 to 2021. <laughs> Those bagpipes really driving home. <laughs> Oh, man. Can you imagine? Here's the thing, though. Okay, like, and Carl's right, and you're right. This team lost to Houston and Oklahoma City Thunder. And and Cody pointed this out two weeks ago, I think, is that they were willing to lose to the two worst teams in the NBA just so they could, A, stay out of the bracket of the Lakers, and B, so they could get the Mavericks, who they beat in six games. But Kristaps Porzingis went out in the middle of the series. So what does Luca do? Dude, Luca gets a one-on-one drive with an ISO with Beverly, takes him to the hole, gets the layup, and then is running down the court, like inch by inch, step by step, screaming at him, you're too bleeping small. That was awesome. Like, And Patrick Beverly, who is a former defensive menace, has now turned into Trent Forrest. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, there's a phrase my brother uses in fantasy all the time for players that uh, 
they talk about this building of teams, and then they're like, I'm going to be competitive for years and years. And the saying is, don't count your metaphorical championships before you win your first real one. And to me, that's the Clippers' problem. They, they became this dynasty, and then they didn't do anything, but they still acted like they were. They carried themselves like one. Hey, Carl, what's a worse collapse? The Blake, Griff, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, Jamal Crawford Clippers, who couldn't get out of the second round, or this Clippers team, who could get swept by the Mavericks in the first round? <laughs> yeah, think about it. Who's to say they don't win four straight right now? They aren't going to win four straight. Right I'm just now. saying. Who's to say? Like the Ma- the Clippers are to say they don't want to be. You don't believe anymore. in magic. I mean, it's worth noting that AJ is a jinx. That's that's actually happened to be true. Sometimes, all the time. Like I would have to say the Chris Paul. First off, I hated those teams because they had some battles with the Grizzlies. That's right. Blake Griffin and Zach Randolph hated oh, each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were they went at it. Oh, wait, I, I was actually at a couple of those games. Sidestep, resurrection, aggressive. Blake Griffin. Oh, my gosh. Talk about coming out of the coffin. Blake Griffin. <laughs> Is he playing well? Yeah. He, he actually oh, yeah. Now, yeah, so. Blake, like, Blake Griffin actually tries and plays I mean, basketball now. They're, it's they're, incredible. They're beating the dead horse yeah. that is the Boston Celtics right now, no, so take it from what What the Jets are to quarterbacks, the LA Clippers are to – Every big man. <laughs> I was just going to say winning as a whole, personally. But yeah, there you man. go. That, you could go that route, too. I need to watch more Nets. I only watched last night, and I didn't really notice Blake Griffin. That was, I was very impressive. That was wow. incredible. And and then, you know what? We're actually going to get in a little bit just about that as well. I mean, what How the Nets they are, are doing, healthy, they're, they're putting unreal. on a clinic. Yeah, like, it's it's unfair. Like, Kevin Durant can well, score. Yeah, off guard Harden playing is, defense was the thing that stood out like the it. most to me. He had yeah. so many swats and yeah. steals, it seems like. Kyrie Irving that, looked that team healthy is yeah, that's, scary. That's not even fun anymore. They are scary. That's not even fun anymore. But those jerseys there, and the court is just hideous to Thank watch. You. I agree. I look like I'm – I feel like I'm watching, like, an ABA game. It is atrocious. <laughs> uh, real quick, 5763 said that was amazing, guys. Well done. RIP the Clippers. Yes. Rest in peace. I told you they didn't want to be hey, a national TV is last this, night. Is this a rest in peace Tyrone Lou coaching career? Like, as a head coach, is this it for him? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't think it ever should have started, but that's my opinion. <laughs> well, there's a lot of head coaching careers that should have never started, and it did. That's a, that's a good Some point. of them are still going. Luke Walton, hello. How are you do? Well, yeah, he's a long-term plan. They just announced it. Yeah. I don't know what the long-term long-term in the lottery. Got it. Yeah, no kidding. Mike Brown or David Blatt should have never been a head coach. Mike Brown, I'm sketchy with. Mm. Who was the former Sacramento Kings coach? What was his name? Which one? Uh, the, uh, the one Malone. before Luke. Malone and Denver Dave was in Sacramento. Dave Yeager. Yeah, that's who it is, dude. He yeah. he sucked, too. He was an intern for the Grizzlies for a little bit. Yeah, interim head coach. Too. He wasn't that great. Um... Okay, yeah, so Nets destroy the Celtics last night. Kevin Durant has himself a night. Olive Garden Harden like, puts down the breadsticks and eats the salad and played extremely well. Uh, impressed He's still a with, top five offensive player in the league. This Wait, what? He's still a top five offensive player in the league. There's Olive no Garden question. Harden? Yes, there's no question. Top five offensive player, pure scorer in the league. You're not putting him top five? Probably not. Oh, my gosh. KD, Steph. Steph, Jokic. Jokic, yeah, absolutely. About, Damian Lillard, what about Lillard, yeah, Dollar Dame, Devin Booker, or no, Luka Doncic. I I'll put Luka Booker. over. Luka is probably definitely over there. James Harden. I can cool. see it. 
But I, I mean, I, I mean, I could, yeah, I, I agree. I, I could see him being considered. I don't know if I'd see him being I, a top five. How far could Luca carry the Mavericks? Ooh, good question. Who do they have the next round? Is it the winner of the Jazz Grizzlies? Winner of the Jazz Grizzlies. I mean, he could take. I don't know. I, if it's I Grizzlies, look at that they team. They win in four, right? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had. Did to. you watch the last game? <laughs> I mean, my big problem with the, on that subject is: Could you imagine what Dylan Brooks would do mentally with Luca? Because I, the one thing I can't stand about the Mavericks, Porzingis and, and Doncic complain about everything. everything. Yeah, I'm gonna. So I watched some of that game last night. I watched a good chunk of it. Um, I'll say this: the Grizzlies play defense, and the oh, way yeah. I saw Kawhi oh, yeah. play defense last night, and Pat Beverly played defense last night, and this. Paul George, uh, the entire roster that I thought were decent defensive players had no effort last night. Hey, by the way, it was atrocious. Can I ask you guys really quickly? There's one, two, three passes. It's open layup every time. I finally watched a full 76ers game. What does Ben Simmons do that makes him considered as a defensive player of the year? I'm not seeing it. Statistically, he probably is. Kawhi is better than Ben Simmons defensively. But Dylan Brooks, I I mean, seriously, like what Ben Simmons well, does. D- Dylan Brooks got robbed. He's not even on the first or second team. Yeah, well, like, it kind nuts, of amazes but, me. But statistically, Ben Simmons is a very good defense. I think player. that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Because I think that's the difference. He'll he'll exert himself sometimes, but I think Philly has a little bit of that diva status too yeah. where they think, all right, yeah, we're, we're championship contenders. Like, you're not – I mean, you're in the conversation, but to me they're in the same conversation as – I guess the Clippers, and to a certain extent, the Bucks. Where it's like, it's kind of put up or shut up time, or I'm kind of over this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would be with you on that one. Absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get to more. In fact, before we do, it's time for Cody's question towards Carl. Oh, good. Cody gets to vent towards Carl. Cody, what do you even you talk anything? about Memphis? This ought to be better. <laughs> What's your favorite meal? <laughs> like period meal, or like in Memphis? Are we talking? Like just pure meal. He's. I know he's. Gonna yes. Say, he's just gonna say pure meal. It's a pure meal. My, my favorite pure meal. This is gonna. People aren't even gonna know what I'm talking about. Oh. I don't <laughs> think that they have been hearing what you've been talking about for the last little while either. So I don't think it'll be much different. <laughs> so it's two things from from home in South Carolina. Tomato gravy and rice. You find that at Cracker Barrel. No, you can't. <laughs> Interesting. And what they call hash and rice. Hash, hash and is rice. a byproduct of pork barbecue. That's all I'm gonna. Leave. You can look it up. Look up Low Country Hash if you're that interested. Look it but up, that's guys. my favorite. Like that's like, if I had one more meal before I die, that's what I'd eat. Like on death row. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, can I ask just you real quick? Actually, more on the subject of food, I just want to get this question out of the way because I get crap this all the time. When you have Thanksgiving, do you guys have mac and cheese? Yeah. If you don't, you're un-American. Thank you. I get so much crap about it. You don't I'm... have mac and cheese for Thanksgiving? I did on my mission once. It was great. Yeah, I don't know. Like everyone's mac like mac and cheese on your mission. Yeah, it was awesome. Everyone's always like yeah. mac and cheese doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it's I, a I, I, I did not think mac and cheese was a Thanksgiving fine. meal, but you know, oh, yeah, it's just it's me. A yeah. Big deal. See, see, yeah. you don't think it is? I, I, yeah. I've never had mac and cheese for yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Utah's a great food state, buddy. Let me tell you. <laughs> I knew Carl was. On All the big cooking shows rush to Utah for this delicious food. It took what season? Season 76 of Dive Driver <laughs> to make it to here. Yeah, well, Good night. The first place you went to was a kitchen 20, place. 20th reboot. And it was a bunch of foods that aren't from here. Is what they, what they, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. 
All right. Well, I guess we're going to go to break. <laughs> I think we bashed on Utah a little bit. We might want to take a second here. Hey, buddy. Go I Chris. like Utah. <laughs> they can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo Stop. The Logo Shop. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Make it special, make it Jarek's. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Let me meet the girl. She talks more trash than I do, seriously. I can take it. Wait, are we doing a... I mean, did you want to make it a guy's night out? No. Oh, okay. I thought you did. And I was you like, want to extend your invite? <laughs> Any angry jazz fan can come see me at Old Chicago watching the game. I'll be there. Feigning <laughs> frustration. AJ will be there to break up the fight. Cody will be there to instigate it. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> Full court press. 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Jazz Grizzlies tonight at 8 p.m. on TNT. Should be a good one. Uh, what's the other games coming you know. up today? They're playing right now. Who? Uh, the Great Washington Bullets or Wizards. You Sorry. call them the Bullets? That's illegal, FCC rules. <laughs> now we're all going to H-E-double the hockey stick. Wizards right now down 39-31 to Ben Simmons in the Sixers. In the second quarter, nine <gasps> change Hawks remaining. Hawks and Knicks. Hawks and Knicks at five thirty should be really good. Do you actually. like Trey Young? There's something about his face. I just want to punch it, dude. I just want to shave yeah, his head. So bald. I, I do like Trey. Oh, this no. is a complicated okay. answer. Oh, because you're an Oklahoma State guy. Listen, when I was at Oklahoma State with the basketball program, Trey and his dad used to come up to practice and would come do sh- like come play pickup with us all the time. Really? He was still in high school. Okay. So I like him. Okay. I don't like his voice. Or his hair. Okay, time out. That's so fair. he's a nice person. It's the voice That's and the right. hair that you don't like. Interesting. Um, and the flops. Though. I don't That's like the flops. Story. I don't like his hair. 
I can't stand his hair. And he's just so freaking cocky. Like just, the lack of hair or like the spacing in it? He what doesn't do you even comb like it. He wakes up in the morning. He's like, looks great. Here we go. Mm. I don't know. He just has a very punchable face to me. He does have a punchable face. Who's the most punchable face in the league? Is it Trey Young? Because right now it's becoming Dylan Brooks really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a category in the end of the year awards. When you're down 0-2, you'll definitely want to punch the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's a good question. Who's the the most punchable face face in the NBA? Tyler Hero. Yeah, I could see that. I like him, but I could see that. I could definitely Actually, see yeah, that. I could see. I, could see I mean, that. calling yourself a bucket is a great nickname, but I could totally see that. Yeah, I would agree. Actually, Tyler Hill would definitely be one of those guys. How about that? I don't think he's playing anymore. But man, who didn't want to punch uh, Delvadova in the face? Oh, dude, know. yeah, Cleveland. Delvadova. Love Australians. So you're a big fan of Joe Ingles, then? No. What is this, gold member? His wife's a great rugby player, isn't she? Doesn't she play rugby or Aussie rules football? She does something, doesn't she? I don't know. It's a she's a pro athlete. Who, his wife? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a, I think she's a pro volleyball right? player or something. Volleyball. Better athlete than him. Nice. Well, what do you think's the better trash book. talker? Out of who? The Ingles. Probably his wife. Oh, Joe. Probably his wife. Joe. Dude, Joe, like, you, if you're a good lip reader, you can. you would say Joe easily. I mean, though Kevin Garnett's got the bad. I mean, Kevin Garnett would call Charlie Villanueva every time he saw him a Honey Nut Cheerio, and that alone got into Villanueva's head so badly that he got offended. I'm gonna make a shameless plug. Kevin Garnett's book just read it. Unbelievable. What's it called? uh, I don't know. I read it on Audible. You don't have to really know the name of the book when you just listen to it. That's fair. Kevin Garnett. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I'm sure if you Google Kevin Garnett's autobiography. Also, also Kevin Garnett's from South Carolina. Just plug that. So. <laughs> like John Morant. But never mind. Would you Let's get over going. it? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, uh, all right, predictions for tonight. Jazz, Grizzlies, what do you got? Carl, you. Are we going first? Yeah. Are we doing score or just winner? Uh, score, winner, keys, what? Yeah, give me analysis. The over-under. <laughs> the over-under. <laughs> what's what's the spread right now? How many texts do they call? <laughs> That's what we should do for a pick six. I don't have a spread on Google. Good job, Google. Um, Is there no spread? Jazz minus nine and a half. Good night. The effect of Donovan Mitchell coming back. Big spread. Jeez, I think the spread, the first game, I think it was nine. It dropped to eight just because Donovan, maybe seven. It was still yeah. a big line without Donovan. Um, I'm going to say the Jazz get it tonight. I'll say that. I'm a Memphis Grizzly fan, but I can we be realistic. That out. I can be realistic. Jazz will get it tonight. I like reverse psychology too. I like I like the Jazz. I like him by fifteen. Fifteen? You're yeah. out of your mind. I like I like what Cody said. Angry Mitchell tonight. I think they take care of business. I think they come out with a little bit different, more feisty attitude. They, they might throw the better. game. They yeah. might throw the game. <laughs> they might throw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, historically speaking, when have the Jazz ever let me down? Right? Like, <laughs> every time on the court. <laughs> I can't think of one time the Jazz have ever wait, broke wait, my heart. Carl, we did our podcast this past week. We did our podcast this past week, so Cody filled in for AJ, right? So we're picking the western side of the bracket. And so we both pick the Clippers and the, the Jazz, and we both pick the Jazz over the Clippers. He picks the Nuggets to knock off the Jazz in the Western <laughs> Conference Finals, and his argument is, it's going to happen. So here's, here's my question to Jazz fans. Is tonight a must win? Yes. I think so too. Yeah, I agree. Sad and pathetic, but okay. You 
I think people aren't going to let them hear the end of the Denver thing if they don't win tonight. You can't go down 0-2 and go back to Memphis, and Memphis have all this confidence. Like That's just too dangerous. That's, that's you're sad, playing with you're, house the, money. you're the first seed in the West, and it's already game two, and it's a must win. It's pretty sad. Yeah, well, it was for the Clippers last night, and look where that went. The Clippers are also the fourth seed, not the first seed, just to let you know. Well, it's they all, didn't have the best record in the NBA. And they're not playing a ninth seed. They're playing a fifth seed. Different. But that's also why it's a must win because then I can't make nearly as much fun of the Clippers if the Jazz also go down 0-2. We could do a eulogy to the Jazz tomorrow, maybe. Just <laughs> oh an idea. All right, it's time for our Cody question of the segment. <laughs> Cody. I don't have a question. <laughs> He's already heartbroken. I, Leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, if they if they don't let you down to my Grizzlies, they're going to let you down eventually. So might as well get it over with. I don't have a question with. for that. Like, Let's go to break. <laughs> Let's just go to break. We're done. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for car repair. And lights on again. Can you believe this? Unbelievable. So don't risk it. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for transmission repair. Guy in his cheap transmission fluid. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. Find your Logan Amco dealer at 75 East 20th North. Call 752-1940. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castalite.com. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cash Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyENT.com for more details. That's CashValleyENT.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Wrapping up the Full Court Press here at 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. AJ and I, I'm Ajay Salves and Carl Smith joining us here. Cody Ulton running the board. Uh, again, Jazz Grizzlies tonight, 8 p.m. on TNT. You can hear the broadcast at 7.50 with David Locke and Ron Boone. Uh, who will be calling the game inside of Inmus for Alma Reason or Arena. 13,500 fans, I believe, is where we are at on the attendance. What's full capacity? 19,000. Okay, so like two Something like that, yeah. Well, yeah well, I think that includes, that doesn't include suites oh. as well. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, Madison Square Garden for that first game, that was nuts. Yeah, that was fun, though. That was awesome. 
That's what basketball's all about. It's what that place is supposed to be like. I lo- yeah. That, see, I that's agree. what I said too. I, I hate the argument it's in college sports about like the teams that you know sports are better with certain teams good, but I do agree. The Knicks need to be at least decent for the NBA. I agree. Uh, Eric Franson's back tomorrow. Uh, we'll have Olivia Taylor on our show. We want the gal who made that, that catch? incredible catch over the home run fence in the state championship game that made, I mean, national attention. Yep. Vince Gulley, uh top two play or top player, what, top two play in Sports Center, right? Which was uh, amazing. She'll be live here in studio with us tomorrow. Uh, we can't wait to have her on. So with that, uh, AJ will be back with us next week. Yep. Um, We'll get Carl Smith back with us as well. Uh, so let me ask you guys before we close this up with about two minutes left, what high seed team is in the most trouble? Jazz, Suns, or Clippers by next Clippers week? Clippers aren't a high seed. They're a four seed. Uh, <laughs> Everybody still picked them to win the championship, though, Carl. Yeah, they're supposed to be in the Western Conference Finals, At least. Carl. Uh, probably the Suns because nobody was picking them to begin with. I think it's – you can't I say – I mean, if he includes the Clippers, it has to be the Clippers. They're down oh, man, I just uh, – we, we gave him a eulogy. I'm not going to beat it, pick him again. Okay. I think the Suns are also <laughs> in trouble. I think the Suns are done. I think they're in – Deep trouble. I think the Suns win it. What? I would love to see I it. I think they win the wrong. series. Do you do drugs? or? I mean, dude. Puffin barbecue sauce doesn't count. I just want to see the Lakers lose. I really would love to see the Lakers lose, but I don't think it, the NBA can't have that happen. They can't have two L.A. teams go out. Portland, Utah, Western Conference Finals. Mm. NBA would not allow like that 64 to happen. The NBA too, has an agenda, and one of those <laughs> Lakers teams are going to get through. One of those Lakers teams. <laughs> LeBron and somebody's getting there. LeBron and somebody. You know, I was glad to see. I, I will say this, and I dis. I won't say I despise the Lakers. I despise LeBron, which makes me despise the Lakers right now. But I was happy to see last night that AD can still play basketball. It wasn't improved. He was last night. so bad in game one. Oh, it was, was like, game one. He did not speaking look of like being he knew bad, where he was. Like KCP, it was terrible. If he wants to like have a career in the NBA, and not be shipped overseas, he better quit shooting. But he but he shoots well. Like even in the bubble last year in the postseason, he shot well. He was well, really good. For like him last he, year. I don't know what he was eating then. I think I think AJ said that they just probably, left probably the Phoenix. same thing Jordan Clarkson was eating. <laughs> 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 All right, that's gonna do for today's show. Big thanks to Carl. Thank you for joining us, AJ. Thank you so much, Cody. Thank you as well. Uh, again, Olivia Taylor on with us tomorrow. Eric will be back. That has been the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan and uh, 106.9 Fan.com. The Memorial Day sale at Fisher Home Furnishings is such a big event they began preparing months ago. Every big brand name Fisher's carries is participating with store-wide discounts.